Hi, welcome to Romance Happy Hour. I'm Dylan Crush. And I'm Don Ludicky. We're bringing you your favorite romance authors. You'll get to hear them read from their books and answer your questions. Now let's get on with the show. It's We Live. Hi, Romance Happy Hour. Can I just say welcome back, Dylan? We've missed you. May. you. Yeah, I I felt missed. <laughs> then we um, did. We missed you. I I really missed um, hanging out with you guys. I did manage to pop in when we did book club with eighty while I was Texas, but the other the other two times we had family stuff going on. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, I've spent the past uh, almost month in Alaska, Texas. My brother in law passed away, and so I was helping my sister. Um, there's never, ever, ever a good time for anything like that to happen. But COVID and abuse and all this other stuff right on has just a really crazy, busy, challenging time. But yeah, I'm back. So back in Minnesota, and I left 95 degrees in Texas and came back and went to one of my kiddos' soccer games in the rain and froze my pitchy off. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think yeah. I miss Minnesota as much as Minnesota missed me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there we are. Yeah. Done. But you some super Go special ahead. guests tonight that we're gonna get to. But first I want to hear what have you been up to? Because it's been a while since we've checked in. Yes, yeah. So um I've got a release October 13th. Um hey. High Heels and Cowboy Boots. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um so I got that, then I got one in November, then I got one, it was in December, but it got pushed to January 19th. So um, this Q Ever After is going to be January 19th, um, which is better anyways, give me more time to promo. But, um, and I got a new agent, so she's going to be going and out on sub with my dog at book soon. So I'm very excited about that. And, um, and then I'm just writing more Cowboys books, so getting that and doing some marketing and homeschooling my children in COVID that's taking up all my time. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I hear you. I came home. My hubby did the school year with our three kids and they're all doing virtual and came home and Monday morning, I basically asked, what's the routine. I mean, I was so out of the loop and yeah. maddening. I mean, I, yeah. I spent 20 minutes to help my kid find a link to, uh, mm -hmm. an online meeting and it's, you know, they say, here's the link, but that's not the right link. That was the link for the yeah. last time. And so then you have to go and dig around and find the right. It was, yeah, we've had a lot this, of technology issues yeah. at our house. This, week. this is, this, this school has my kids literally going six to eight hours a day. Like they normally would only on mm -hmm. Zooms with oh, like, four, like, like two to four hours worth of recesses. And I'm like, dude, can't you just like give them a 30 minute recess here or there and then like cut this day in half? Like, yeah. I know the teachers have to earn their pay, but I think we'll be okay. Well, and just the timing too, because I think a lot of times they do that because teachers have so many classes that they have to teach and rotate them around. I mean, it's just been crazy. So yeah, I see Karen's with yeah, us. Karen says, and I know because Karen, we were on Zoom with Karen last night and and yes. admitted that hanging out on Zoom all day can be exhausting. You know what? I had that on, I, I, I had that, I was going to come to it yesterday and I don't know what, I think my husband happened and then I just <laughs> lost track of time and, but I'm going to go to Karen's um, bingo night. I want to mm -hmm. go to her That was fun. Night. Yeah, they do a good, a good, they have a good time and they do a really good job with the bingo and the book, book club. So, well, should we get to what's going on? Oh, I think Dawn froze. That's a good time to get to what's going on because Dawn froze. So, um, tonight we have got the authors of the Jingle Ball set here visiting with us. And the Jingle Ball is, um, it's basically a, a rom-com anthology of steamy holiday stories. And there are 20 of us and we did a, a huge set for 99 cents and all the proceeds are befitting the testicular cancer Awareness foundation. So awesome. bring out, uh, and I think one of us is going to get bumped because you can um, bump me because my internet sucks. So go ahead and bump me. Okay. All right. My internet so sucks. 
time. I will bring him on here. I know we've never had so many authors on here. It's pretty exciting, Don. This is kind of a yeah. first for us. So. Okay. I am right. excited about this anthology. I got to be honest. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I love your giveaways. They're cracking me up left and right. Like balls all, right. all over my Facebook page. So. Well, I mean, what other way would you want to be? Okay, Don, I'm going to have to pull you out here so we can talk. All right, that sounds good. We'll have you come back in a couple of minutes. All right, so we have got, um, well, I'm in the junior set too, so we've got six of us here tonight to chat about the set. And I'm just going to let each of you go around and introduce yourselves and maybe just say the title of your story and tell us a little bit about it if it's part of a series or if it's a, I think most of us did a story that was part of an existing series or had characters that um, readers wanted to hear more from. But I'm just going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about how you got involved in the set and what you wrote about. So Serena, you are my screen. You are the guinea pig that has to go first because you're next to me. So why don't you start us off? I can do that. Okay. Um, I'm Serena Bell. I write semi-contemporary romance um, with heat, heart, and humor. And um, my story in the anthology is I Told You So. It's set in, um, it belongs with my series, my Tourney Bay series. And it's um, it's kind of like it falls right in the middle of the series. Um, and it's, um, the heroine is at her aunt's wedding and the best man is someone she was hoping never to see again. And I love that setup. I actually, I've read most of them, but I I loved the setup that you had, kind of the meet cue, the oops moment. Oh, thanks. So, your hero and heroine seeing each other again. <laughs> so. <laughs> that moment. Yes. All right, Claire is next on my screen, so. Yep. Hi everyone, I'm Claire Marty, and I'm not gonna say I write contemporary romance with heat and humor because it sounds too much like I'm just, I mean, I do what she does, the one next to me in the Brady Bunch Square, but kind of close. My story, you gotta point the other way though, Claire, because everything is backwards, yes. No, I'm sorry. Um, my story's wrapped up with you and it's in my Pacific Vista Ranch world and features Rafe as the hero. He is the brother of the hero of the second book. And he came to life in that second book. And I kind of fell for him. He's sort of the player guy. So it's an office rival romance. Opposites attract the heroine, um, Phoebe Hollingsworth. It's kind of modeled after one of my best friends who I said, hey, you okay? Have you hooking up in a wine cave with some dude in a, in a thing? She's like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's great. So she was the model. So they don't like each other at work, but then this night at the Jingle Ball, they're forced to go together. And then, of course, so. The magic happens. The magic happens. I didn't mention all of the stories in the set take place at a Jingle Ball's ball. So that was the common theme that they carried it through. So it's really fun to see how 20 different people, you know, I mean, they say that nobody, you give, you know, say 100 people, same idea and all the stories would be different and thought that that was really definitely was the case with um the set with all the stories that people came up so that was really fun too andre you are next i am next and look at that internet and everything um i'm todra candle i write uh Romance, mostly steamy and um, under a lot of different genres. Uh, this particular story, mine is called Under the Mistletoe, and it is part of my diagnosis love medical romance uh, world. And it actually takes place between books two and three. So if, for those of you who have read all the, the whole trilogy, um, you already have a, a, a few hints, but we don't know exactly, you know, what happens until you read this story. So um, it, it allowed me to marry um, a lot of my favorite things, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, which, you know, anytime I can, I can put Captain America in a story, I think it's great. Um, uh, medical romance, Nora Ephron movies, and football. So, you know, it's like, it was cool. Uh, Darcy is a nurse practitioner who um, had gotten her heart broken seven years ago. Uh, she represents the hospital at uh, at the committee meeting for the Jingle Ball Gala and who's on the committee 
representing the local football team, but the guy who broke her heart. So, yeah, you know, second chance. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, too. I know I yeah. love the second chance romance. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to give him a second chance, but, you know. Well, of course love, not. Love but... will what love will. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. All right. How about you, Melanie? Uh, I'm Melanie Johnson, and I also write contemporary romance, romantic comedies. Uh, I'll twist the uh, a little bit instead of saying that what everyone says. I usually say fun, flirty, and a wee bit dirty. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a wish fulfillment with all the feels, both the you know usual kind and the other kind. <laughs> so, uh, the emotional kind and the other kind. Uh, my book in the anthology is Cold Cocked by St. Nick. And there's there it is. I, I just made this cover. It's the first cover I've ever made. So so that was exciting. Hold that it, was actually yeah, let, us, let us see it closer up. I can't. I don't. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I know it, it. makes you feel so weird when you're trying to get it just right in front of the camera. It's yeah, super but cute though. Find a cover, and I thought for a novella in an anthology, now's the chance to give it a try. So that was kind of fun. Um, to give that a try. And uh, it's set in my sometimes in love world. And it's a character who was in the first book. And so if you've only if you know, it's pretty easy to 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 get into this. If you've only read Getting Hot with the Scott, this is the evil office um, meanie. And we get to see her other side. I loved that, you know, she's, she hates Christmas. In fact, I think she says the only thing she hates more than Christmas are babies. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she is a Grinch. <laughs> um, and she really hates Christmas music. And she, uh, she ends up falling for a guy in an acapella band her group so she changes her tune after she meets him literally exactly <laughs> oh that's awesome and last but not least hello i'm arel rivers and i write steamy celebrity contemporary romance um, I like to say there's hot men, driven women, and the passions that ignite. Um, my submission here is Out of the Eggnog, and it's in my Hunt Family series. And all of the books in the series are out of the, so hence we get eggnog. Um, and this one is from two characters that you meet in the book that I just released a week ago, two weeks ago today, two weeks ago today, my goodness. Um, and these are two secondary characters from there that were sort of like liking each other, not liking each other, not sure, lots of stuff going on there. So that's what Out of the Eggnog um, takes place at a Jingle Balls in LA. Um, and she is a um, camera operator and he is one of the stars in the movie. And basically the entire series is enemies to lovers, which is so much fun. Yeah, I love enemies to lovers. So I think so many awesome tropes in this set. I, I think we've got, I don't know, I can't think of any, well, there's probably a couple. I haven't read all the stories yet because, you know, I'm, this is like 800 plus pages of holiday fun. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, I haven't come across an amnesiac yet. Has anyone written an amnesiac? That's not a, as no, common a trope. I want to now. Oh, I was just going to say you did? No, okay. no, I want to now. <laughs> I have written one, not, not for this, not for the anthology, but I've written one in one of my other series. Yeah, in my um, Returning Home series, the third book, uh, To Have and to Hold, has an amnesiac um, military hero who, who he was injured and so he's lost a year including the year that he spent with the heroine <laughs> of course <laughs> i don't know we did cover a lot of tropes though so oh and my story is called a and it revisits swallow springs missouri which is home of the lovebird cafe and it is the story of um i have a quite a few different characters that have appeared and, and reappeared and there is one of my my hero's sister from one of the books that um, has come back and meets up with the hot chiropractor at the Jingle Balls Ball and um, somehow wins his silent auction basket. 
with all goodies, including a night of cocktails with the chiropractor and the magic happens from there. So yeah, it was a lot of fun coming up with the stories. And I think <laughs> I just saw Laura's question. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was going to say, I, I have not scrolled um, because Karen asked so many questions at the beginning. I was afraid that if I scrolled past them, there's the way we could ask you them. So. She, she does get we'll knocked out. <laughs> oh, the cold cocked. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and amnesia. Gets, oh, that's funny. It's cold cocked and <laughs> I the cane. Yes. A giant one. <laughs> So I think what we'll do is everybody, since we have so many of us here tonight, um, everybody just prepared a little bit of story that you're going to share with us, just so you can get a tiny taste. Um, and I think we'll just do that and then open it up to questions. So if you have questions as people are reading, feel free to put them in the comments. And I think we'll just go in the same order. We'll start with you, Serena. And I'm actually getting Dawn back up here so we can see her smiling face. Um, so while you guys are reading, I'm gonna hop out and I'll let Dawn kind of take over for that part. Okay, but first can I say who brought Jennifer Goins? Because she's given Karen a run for her money. Her question. <laughs> Oh my God. Awesome. I don't know if we've had so many questions right off the bat. I'm pretty stoked about this. Jennifer, you have to come back every time. Like every time. Yeah. So, all right, Dylan, do what you're going to do. Okay. So this is before she meets the best man. The, the heroine has just arrived at her aunt's wedding and um, she's got a lot of stuff on her mind and um, including the fact that she it was supposed to be her wedding was supposed to be a christmas wedding um and it didn't happen and now her, she's at her aunt's wedding okay so here we go for the most part the cape house lobby looked exactly as faye had pictured her wedding that hadn't been evergreen garlands sparkly fairy lights poinsettia mistletoe brass candlesticks and a lit up christmas tree festive classic and classy the only difference between Phaedra's vision and her aunt's version was the fact that every last ornament in the room was a pair of shiny red balls. The theme of the wedding was jingle balls to honor survivors of testicular cancer like Michael. All the wedding guests had been asked in lieu of gifts to consider a donation to the Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation. Phaedra loved that concept and the decorations. It was just that every time she looked at the shiny red balls, she found herself thinking, there are a lot of balls in this room, which made her stifle a giggle. And maybe given all the other emotions at play, that wasn't a bad thing. She was just a little bit worried she'd start giggling right in the middle of the wedding. <laughs> nice. You wanna go? Is that what we're doing? Like? Okay. Are we, we gonna go? answer some questions? Go ahead, Claire. Let, let's let's just continuously go because I got a lot of questions here already. You got a lot of questions. Um, Okay, so this is a scene, um, they're office rivals, enemies to lovers, and they have to go to the Jingle Balls Ball together to try to get some new clients. And so they have to charm them and pretend they get along. And Phoebe always wears her hair up at work. She's very conservative. Tonight she let it down and she has this Botticelli, she has hair like Melanie, Botticelli romantic curls. So right, there you go. And they kind of hook up, so. Rafe fought to tune out the fresh scent of her hair. She tossed her silky curls over one shoulder and angled her body toward the stage once the speakers began. Although her ice queen persona was back, just as he should have known before the fluke in the wine cave, or hookup in the wine cave, he couldn't seem to ignore her now. Damn it. She shifted again in her seat and, oh shit, she had a big fat strawberry of a hickey at the base of her throat. He shifted in his seat at the visceral reminder of just how delectable she tasted. But if he could see the distinctive mark leaping off her pale, creamy skin, that meant everybody else could too. She'd flip out if he tried to move her hair to cover the evidence of their tryst, but he had to do something. She'd never forgive him if one of the clients noticed, and she'd made a good point earlier. Finance was a boys club. He'd never forgive himself if he didn't try to protect her hard-earned reputation. <laughs> I 
Jill hand. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, Tadra, you're yes. next. Okay. So this takes place. Uh, Darcy has just uh, been to the first committee meeting and realizes that Jackson, the guy who she never wanted to see again, is there. And um, he comes in late, so she doesn't get to talk to him beforehand, or he doesn't get to talk to her, and she really wants to avoid him. She does not want to talk to him. Everyone stands up and begins gathering their papers and shit. I realize that I'm trapped. I need to get out of this room fast before Jackson can corner me. I hope that someone will talk to him, holding him up, and thank the Lord and the Blessed Virgin. The TV station guy does just that. I'm so relieved that I actually smile at Jackson. I hope he reads my triumph and a little bit of nanny nanny boo boo in that expression as I sweep out of the room. Okay, I don't so much sweep as I scamper as fast as my sandal-clad feet will carry me. But the point is, I get the hell out of Dodge and fast. I'm waiting for the elevator, tapping my toe impatiently when I hear his voice in the hall. Damn, he and television dude are slowly walking this way, and Jackson glances over the other man's head, searching me out. Come on, elevator, I silently beg. As if it is just waiting my awaiting my plea, the doors slide open. But of course, the car is filled with other people, and they're slow getting out. Jackson's getting closer. Damn it, damn it, shit, and fudge. <laughs> I'm mentally reciting swear words in my head as the last person steps from the elevator. Two others stand with me, and they both move to get in first. I follow close on their heels, and for a glorious moment, I think I've gotten away. Then I hear the dreaded words, hold the elevator, please. And that's it. And uh, I, did, I, did, I did change it. It doesn't actually say fudge, just in case. Didn't uh, <laughs> we've but, had taco, we've had beep, bleep, and taco before. So good. Fudge. Fudge go. is the new I, one. That's I, awesome. Uh, you know, it's this holiday theme. So there you go. <laughs> Um, so this is um, after there's a, a performance at the ball and after he knocks her out and then helps her, you know, make, he's making sure she didn't have a concussion. She agreed to wait for him after he goes to the green room to come out. So she's hanging out in the silent auction area waiting for him. And he comes up behind her and says, thank you for supporting the cause. He nodded at the ornaments the elderly woman was painstakingly gift wrapping. Some people get weird about the idea of putting a dick on their tree. What? Tiffany coughed, wine sputtering in her throat. No, I bought elf hats. Elf hats, huh? He eyed the ornament display. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure. I'm buying these for my niece and nephews. Why would I buy penis ornaments for my nieces and nephews? I don't know, he replied mildly. His too polite tone gave her pause. Tiffany set her wine glass down and reached for one of the ornaments that hadn't been wrapped yet and held it aloft. Maybe it was the power of suggestion, but as, she, but as the felt shape dangled from her fingers, she saw what she'd missed before. And once she saw it, she couldn't unsee it. I bought penis ornaments for my nieces and nephews. Are they bells? They're, I can, they're the, that it's, it, I'll share the picture later. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think of was like, which ornament looks like a penis? It's an elf hat. And she thinks that it's like little elf cheeks at the bottom. Oh, it's, it's the scrotum. That's so <laughs> cute. Okay. I, you definitely have to show me a picture because I can't wait. They're great. Arel, did I say that right, Arel? Yes, you did. Okay. This takes place there. Um, they just had this kiss that everybody just saw. Um, so we'll just go with that. And it goes, um, Mark bites his bottom lip. Want to continue what we started? I squeak, what? Well, I make it a point to always be upbeat around other people. Mark doesn't qualify for such treatment, especially after that kiss, which was so right, it was absolutely wrong. Ignoring my response and the feet separating us, he extends his hand to me and bows. May I have this dance, birthday girl? I glance around. The people around us clap and start chanting, dance, dance. My, my body vibrates. If he kisses like that, I can only imagine how he does other things. No way, shut it down, Sophia. 
I inhale, praying for divine intervention. When chance rests to dance like newlyweds multiply, I admit defeat and take his proffered hand. It's large and has calluses, probably from working out. His thumb strokes the back of my palm, causing goosebumps to erupt up and down my arm. There you go. Can I just say I'm glad Dylan popped me up here because I'm super excited to hear your excerpts. Like, this is great. I can't wait. I got your books and I, or the book, and I can't wait to read it. Now I'm super excited. All right. We have a ton of questions, a ton. I'm going to have to scroll back here. Like I said, Jennifer, she, she's coming in from Kentucky and that's awesome. I think they make good bourbon. That was what my husband says. So we'll see. Uh, okay. Do you have any pets? First question. Everybody. I have Josie and the Pussycat. Josie, come here. Come here. Josie wants to be in. Come here, baby. Come on. She's my 99-pound baby. Oh, my goodness. Josie. Josie. Yeah, so she's yeah. very strange noises. So, yes. I have a 100-pound baby, too. Her name is yeah. Franny. <laughs> she's a Catahoula, and she's a yeah. big girl. Yeah. Dylan and I both have large breed. Dylan has a Great Dane, and I have a, an English Mastiff. I love big dogs. Love the big dogs. Yes. Yeah. Wow. lab. <laughs> so she's got that. Well, she's excited now. Yeah. I'd like to argue. I just made a post tonight about how she argues with you until you give her a treat. <laughs> like, no. But, yeah. Anybody else? I have two cats. <laughs> the opposite of you all. <laughs> yeah. I have two cats, too. I don't have kids. They're my children. I have two cats and <laughs> Rosie and the pussy cats. Two dogs. <laughs> two dogs, five cats. Oh my goodness. Wow. wow. Menagerie. I know. I know. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. I, like uh, wow. I like you guys should. You guys should have like pet play dates. There you go. <laughs> my pet don't play well. I would have big dogs. That would be my choice. <laughs> All right. So ne uh, next question, Melanie, do you have a pet? I'm just, I, I think I've skipped you. Do you have a pet? Oh, no, I said I have the uh, big, big Catahoula. I also okay. have two hermit crabs, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My daughter tried to bring those home from the beach the other day. And I was uh, like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. So, it, no, it's, yeah, we started out with um, my daughter babysat the class hermit crabs over one summer. And from there it became, we had to get some and we've had, so my daughter's 17 and she did mm -hmm. this in first grade. So we've had <laughs> this, these, they live a long time. <laughs> wow. And One of them is she's evil. So we've brought in <laughs> other hermit crabs and she has attacked the other ones, stolen their shells, tried to eat them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she oh That's so funny. Her wow. name is Zelda, and she is the queen. <laughs> wow. I would assume. All right, so do you have a favorite place to write your book or books? Do you have a favorite place to write? Well, I have mine. <laughs> go ahead, Serena. We'll, should we go in the order like we've been going? Sure, yeah. yeah. We can just go in order, yeah. So I'm in my favorite place to write books, which is, um, it's actually the back of a big closet that got turned. I can't really show you the whole thing, but you can get kind of the gist. It's like, oh, wrong way. Um, it's got this like little like attic garret quality with like shelves behind me. And then in front of me, there's a desk and that's where I write. And I have, oh, I have a little like octagonal window that I can look out and see a little bit of sky and a little bit of trees. But can I say I was I was admiring it just a, a little while ago. Why I was popped down there, I was like, "Oh my God, her nook is so cute." <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Claire. What about you? Um, we have a little casita in the in our backyard that um, is supposed to be on my writing studio. But my husband's a big wine collector, so it's now the den of wine and words. So I go out there and I sit in my recliner and look at all. <laughs> or I have an office. Or I move into the living. I move around because um, sometimes I feel like I get sick of being in one place all the time, or I get tired of sitting at the desk. But mostly in the den, or mostly like sitting on the couch, looking out the window because I can see the Pacific. So that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, 
Taja? Um, my little half an office here, I, I face out so I can see almost the whole downstairs. And when people come in, they don't really, like my kids, they, they never remember that I'm here. So I'm like the evil villain in the corner with a cat, you know? <laughs> and, I, and, and when I talk, they're always surprised, like, oh, like at the, I'm here all the time, you know, most, most of the day. So yeah. And one, one of my babies came up to join me. What's his name or her name? His name, it's Kaipo. It's um, Hawaiian for sweetheart. So now, but he, he mostly goes by Popo. So <laughs> Are, do you, have you ever lived in Hawaii? Yes. I lived in Hawaii for five years. Yeah. That's my first, cool. my first two kids were born there. So yeah yeah who i mean i would love to have bragging rights of saying i was born in hawaii even if i didn't live there just bragging like i was born there yeah that's cool bragging rights (laughs) it's true it's true it's quarantining there (laughs) oh wouldn't that be nice be stuck there this year I want to quarantine in Claire's den of wine and a word. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, honestly, I was sitting here thinking, why hasn't she invited us over to host a romance happy hour episode from her living room? <laughs> right kitchen? From there, yeah. I can then. over there. I'll move. I'll move. Because it's like, I keep trying to adjust. Yeah, do it. Because I'm super excited about your wine den. That would be cool. Yeah, I like I like to move around too. So like I'll ride in the living room, right at the kitchen table. I'm currently in my Star Wars room. I have a massage chair. I'll sit in it with I'm doing like overnight writing. Because <laughs> so your back starts to sitting. I was actually going to ask you where you were because from my voice, I mean, there's six of you, right, on my screen. Mm-hmm. From wh- where where it looks to me, you're in like a nightclub that's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> this is my own nightclub that I own. I haven't. No, this is my Star <laughs> room. It's there's like. Gotcha. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you that later. <laughs> Can you guys see the wine cabinet? Sorry, Melanie. I'm not. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Wow. Wow. That's my husband's pride and joy. Here's my recliner. So I can sit and just like stare at that. Yeah. <laughs> or the here's their sunset. Mm. Oh, the, oh right yeah. The so question just, is, I'm how just, do you I'm keep the wine? Claire's house? I'll just pack now. <laughs> but how do you keep the wine? How do you keep the wine and not drink it all? Because my husband, here you guys get a quick little glimpse at hey, him. Husband. Oh my God, we love husbands here. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. I hope we don't have an earthquake. Oh, that's oh, right. You're on yeah. the West Coast. That's why it's still sunny. I'm like, why is it so bright? <laughs> Sorry. All right. We're going to ask Arel the question Sorry. too. And then um, we need Dylan to answer some of these. So I think we're going to kind of shuffle around a little bit, maybe split us up in half and then bring us up uh, a little bit later. So Arel, go ahead and answer that question. And then um, do you have a favorite place to write your books in case we forgot? Yeah. Here I am. I'm in my office, as you can see. <laughs> all the mess behind me and you can't see all the mess in front of me so I just commandeered like a bedroom when we moved we moved here about three years ago and I just said this is my office and works great until my husband um, has been working from home since March <laughs> and now it's all a little more fun and challenging shall we say so but I still have my office and I'm happy <laughs> awesome all right, Dylan, I'm going to pop. Let's see. Who wants to answer first? Um, I'm going to pop Dylan up with two of you. I'm going to pop myself down. And then um, we're going to kind of split these. Um, that way, maybe we can get a couple questions. So I'm just going to keep the top level. And then so Ariel, Melanie, and Tadra, I'm going to pop you down real quick. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I get down there. Here we go. All right. And here and I'm going to add Dylan. Oh, I'm back. Oh, and Dawn took herself out. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't take myself out. I won't take myself out. All right. Oh, I thought. Right. We're good. We're good. I know. I was getting. I was getting I just, lonely down there by myself. I know, right? This is so fun, though. I'm. 
I, I was I was missing you. So I'll let you go. So any anything you want to answer from the last couple questions? And um, I don't know. You you answered for me. I've got a Great Dane and a Mutt, and then I have um, uh, black cats, and then we got a kitten this summer because you know why not add to the chaos that is you know five people and three animals in a house and not going anywhere. I got a kitten that's adorable and very very busy. And my favorite place to write is in my office, but. My office is kind of messy right now because I've been gone and everybody, well, it was messy before, but since I've been gone, everybody keeps shoving my stuff into the office. So I have work cut out for me getting it all cleaned up. So who inspired you to become a writer? Ooh, let's make Serena answer that first. Um, so I have a writer mom. My mom, um, growing up, my mom, she's a novelist. And so Growing up, she wrote four hours a day, every weekday, my whole childhood. Um, and she gave me my first notebook and um, told me to write stories in it. And I did. And um, she's always encouraged me. Although, actually, that's not totally fair. She has a few times told me that she, she when, when I was a kid, she said, if you can find anything else to do with your life, you should do it. Because this is a very uncertain, um, challenging career. Um, she had a friend who said it was a career of balloon rides and hammer blows. So she wasn't always enthusiastic about about the idea of being a writer, but she was always very supportive, has always been very supportive of me. That's awesome. That's a really accurate statement. Yeah. Because <laughs> the highs are really, really high. And then, yeah, you can basically plummet to the earth on the lows. And yeah, that's very, very accurate. Would we have heard of your mom? Can you tell us her name? Is she write? What kind of books does she write? So you probably wouldn't have just because her most of her stuff was like 20 and 30 years ago. But if you ever saw the, the I think it was which was the Monday night Monday night movie The it was either a Sunday or Monday night movie Sleep Baby Sleep with um, Kyle Chandler and Tracy Gold. That was her claim to fame was that she wrote the book that became that movie. So nice. that, that's, if people uh, have her, that's usually how. Very cool. Way cool, yeah. I feel like we need to go look for that movie streaming somewhere. Yeah. See if we can it. <laughs> why don't you why don't you post it on uh Roman's Happy Hour page? Uh, like if you get a link to it or, or anything, like if you got anything to it, give us a post and we'll support your mom. Okay, awesome. That's super fun. Um I was a, a bookworm from the time I can remember. I mean, they have pictures of me when I'm two years old with a book. I do think it was upside down, but it was a very big book. <laughs> but, um, I always just wrote stories. My mom was very artistic as well, not a novel. She's a wannabe novelist. She always, if I had time or if I hadn't had you six children and you yeah. know all that type of thing. Um, but I was always writing stories since I can remember. And um, I pilfered one of her, like Rosemary Rogers and Kathleen Wadiwas novels when I was like nine. So I'm reading Sweet Savage Love, which, so hold on, I'm like, he took her, Why, where does he keep taking her? Cause I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I blame those books for, my first husband, because I believed I could fix him. Dylan heard about him last night. The surfer is very hot. Mm -hmm. There's almost no and just a little bit of work. He could have been perfect, but it didn't work out that way. Serena was there as well. But um, I don't know. And then I found Nora Roberts, I don't know, 15 years ago. And I, I was like, I want to be Nora Roberts. That's awesome. So Claire, can I also say that I come from a family of six kids too? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's where are you on the list? I'm two, number two. I'm guessing you're later. I'm the baby, and the the next oldest is six years older than me, and my sister is almost twenty years older than me. So I can tell about how cool you are. Like the last kid always seems to be like the cool one. I don't know why. I had someone go like, you know, you're an you're basically an only child and the youngest, so you're the brat. I'm like. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have myself a lot, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Dylan, how about you? Um, I think I 
I mean, I grew up reading all the time. I was the kid that had a flashlight hidden in my bedroom so that I read, you know, mm -hmm. under the covers at night after bedtime. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be Judy Bloom when I grew up. Um, all those books, I mean, that just that angst of, you know, falling in love in middle school. And I mean, I'm talking about, you know, like Deanie and Are There's Me, Margaret, and not, not necessarily the... Um, the other ones because she she had some that were maybe a little bit younger but yeah I wanted to be Judy Bloom so I would that's say that's beautiful. what inspired me but then I always thought I would write YA books and then when I sat down to start actually getting serious about writing that is not what came out of me and nope. so so yeah so I yeah. surprised <laughs> yeah my mom likes to brag my mom likes to brag that um she could never ground me because every time she would say, go to your room, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <I'm bugged>. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I'm grounded. All right. So next question is, do you have any hobbies other than writing? Um, let's, let's double this up here. Do you have any hobbies other than writing? And how hard is it to pick a title uh, and cover for your books? So I um, am like kind of a serial hobby monogamist and like I just keep having new hobbies and when I have them I have to like buy all the things for them and then I like have all these things from all the hobbies that I don't do anymore. Um, but my current ones and the ones that the ones that have like most stuck around, um, I've always needle pointed. I love to read. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing a lot of paddle boarding the last like two or three years stand up paddle boarding. Ooh which I love a lot. Well, and, we have to talk afterwards because I'm, I'm actually really curious about that. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. happy to tell you about it all day long. <laughs> um, and let's see. What else do I do? I think those are kind of the big ones. I take a lot of long walks with friends. Oh, board games. I play a lot of board games. I do a board game night with my friends, and I play with my son who's 14. That's awesome. Um, and the other question, um, I find coming up with titles pretty difficult. Um, but I find coming up with titles for other people's books really fun. So <laughs> I don't know how that works. That's really cool. Um, and covers make me pretty crazy. But yeah. um, that's why we have cover artists to make us less crazy. Yes. What about you, Claire? Okay, I just have to get this out of the way. This has been two days with Serena and I hadn't met her before or anything, but I, I kind of love you. Like I really wish we were <laughs> in the same place because I'm like, yeah. Yes, yes, what you said. Not the needle pointing. You can you can keep that. Um, <laughs> in terms of hobbies, I'm a big reader. I love being outside. We I'm lucky enough to live near the beach, so I don't necessarily have to be in the water, but by the water is is instantly a mood changer for me. So walking outside, I teach yoga. That's the other you know thing that I do. Um, I need the balance of the physical and the cerebral. Otherwise, if I do too much of one or the other, you know, not pretty. Um, I've done a lot of different things as well. And then I used to draw when I was young and now I can't draw anymore for whatever reason. Um, but mostly writing and I love music and I love to travel. So my husband and I are huge concert hounds. We will go to, you know, not like the young people festivals, but tons of concerts. So that's been kind of hard this year to give that up. And since we don't have kids, we have the freedom to travel more. So trips, you know, and, and doing that are really important, something I really like to do. Um, in terms of cover art, that's what I hire somebody else to do. And for this story, Christina Hovland um, did the cover for my Wrapped Up With You. And I just, I love it so much. It's so good. So good. I'm so excited to have met her for that, um, among other things. And in terms of titles, I just did with my newsletter, I actually did a contest around Help Me Name This Book. Because all of this, my Pacific Vista Ranch series all ends with you, because the very thought of you wrapped up with you. So um, that was hilarious last week. I literally got a few hundred emails and some of them are really good. I actually ended up like the wonder of you and the promise of you I'm going to use. But then some were like, you, you, you. And some were just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is fantastic. So I'm going to save them. 
it's not easy, but other people's books are fun to, it's always easier with someone else, right? Yeah. To see clearly with theirs as opposed to your own, so. Yeah. So right. I just wanted to say that if, if you love me and I love you back, which I do, then that makes Jingle Balls our meet cute and all these people were here to see it. <laughs> and as a yeah. okay, we're going to add an avocado into this story. An avocado oh. nubbin. Yes. <laughs> we talked about nubbins just that last night, Don. Christina taught us all about um, avocado nubbins you'll have to go watch and the, the replay in the booktastic book club if you want okay, to learn i'm about. doing that i'm gonna watch the replay about, because nubbins. yeah anything that christina says i really just need to actually go back and watch the replay of because i usually am lost and definitely curious so and it was some <laughs> yeah. pretty interesting stuff so i'm gonna make a suggestion because um I don't want to waste this opportunity where we have so many awesome authors on here. I'm thinking because we have so many questions, maybe we go into a speed round and we just ask one author each question so okay. that we can get through as many as possible and we'll just rotate okay. people in and out. How's that sound? Because it sounds I good. Sure. I, okay. I was going to pop the other authors in in about three minutes. Is that good? Okay. Like, because it gives about 10 minutes each. So, yeah. Okay. That's fine. So then, Dylan, so, what advice would you give someone who wants to become a writer? Oh, I thought I got to answer the hobbies question. I think we should start oh. doing the, the speed round after it's my turn. <laughs> okay. Then, Serena, hey, hey, what advice would you give someone who wants to become a writer? <laughs> Wait, but Dylan has to answer the hobbies question. I need to know. Yeah, I want to hear the hobbies too. I don't know. Um, I, I collect hobbies. So same as you, Serena. I I knit. I have a couple bins of yarn in my craft closet. I was very into scrapbooking um, when, you know, a couple years ago, and I don't have time for that. Um, I do a lot of things. I've made jewelry. Um, she makes really good bookmarks. And we have some bookmarks today, too. So yeah. we'll wait till the end and tell everybody how they can snag a bookmark but yeah i collect cool. hobbies yeah i love her hobbies that she collects i like look at them and so. wish that i could do them too okay so serena yeah what okay. advice would you yeah. give someone who wants to become a writer right she's gonna say don't <laughs> yeah no i wasn't gonna say don't i was gonna say right stop telling yourself that you don't have enough time just yeah. do it pick a number of words per day that you're gonna write and write them yeah, that, I mean, that's the first step to getting published, right, is to get the book done. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Claire, do you do you do any research before you write your book or books? Um, I do tons of research, and it's one of my favorite things that I do. I'm a runaway attorney, and that was one of the things yeah. I loved about um, practicing law. So I look at it as an opportunity to dig into a career. I do research online. I try to talk to people. I had a firefighter who wanted to be a captain. So one of my yoga teacher friends, husband is a firefighter captain. So I interviewed him for an hour and a half. I have a photographer coming up. So that's part of my character building where all my stories start. So love I it. spend way too much time and nerd out, but I love the research part. That's way sure. cool. Yeah. All right, Dylan, are you writing more or less since the virus stuff's happened? Um, I think mine's been about the same. I, I think in the past month I haven't written anything, um, but that was not because of the virus. That was, you know, only stuff. But I think um, I'm one of those people that when it get kind of tough, I kind of turn inward and, you know, kind of hunker down. And so for me, I know a lot of people had a lot of trouble with lockdown and trying to, to write and stuff. And I actually realized how much of an introvert I, I probably am because I'm normally split. I could go either way, introvert, extrovert. And um, I actually really kind of, you know, I say I enjoyed the time at home, but because um, I mean, it would be much better if the world was not, you know, going through everything that we're going through right now, but it just kind of, you know, forced us as a family to kind of hunker down and spend time together. And I, I realized there are a lot of things that I do that I don't need to do, you know, but I can yeah. spend more time at home. And, and so I got a lot of stuff done. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to swap you guys out here so we can get some questions to the other authors. You know, Don, uh, I was thinking maybe we'll have you, 
So I'll bring up Arel and Melanie and Tadra, and then I can do rapid fire with them, and then we can get to, is that all right? Sounds good, yeah. Yep, Okay. No, absolutely. Let's do that, okay. I know, I feel, again, like the wizard here. So we'll do that, and we'll do that, and that. Okay, so there we go. We have successfully swapped out. Are you guys up for rapid fire questions? I know you were down in the in the waiting room waiting. So are you ready for yours? I think what we've learned during this is that one hour is not enough time to talk with eight people on a live chat. So lesson learned. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go back to the beginning. Karen had a couple questions. I want to know one at a time. We'll go talk about what do you collect? What do we collect? What do we collect? Oh, do you hear me? What yeah. do you collect? Do you collect anything? Clearly animals. I mean, <laughs> I, have five, I have five cats and two dogs. Animals, children. Um, yeah, and I, and I try not to. I try to be kind of a minimalist. So other than that, and books. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Arel, you're next. What is on your bedside table? Um, my Kindle. <laughs> my Kindle and the remote for the TV. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and a lamp. So there you go. And Melanie, um, what is the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Oh, I have a bunch. I have a bunch of um, gel masks that you like paint on your face. Those I keep. Oh, do the they work? I don't know. My girls and I like to do them while we watch a movie. <laughs> so that that the last the part of it, the the act of doing it, that works. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. I was gonna say the last time I did a mask with my girls, it was one of those that you're supposed to peel off your face, but they never peel. I mean, they just stick, and then it feels like you're ripping your skin off. Those purple masks. So I'll have to try the paint on ones. All right, Tadra, other than a writer, what are some of your past jobs? Um, honestly, I've only been a writer or a homeschooling mom. So, um, you know, I, I love them both. Um, you never yeah. worked fast food? I'm sorry? You never had to work fast food as a teenager or? No, no. Um, my, my dad was an attorney and I worked in his office sometimes in the summer, but I don't really consider that, you know. Nope, nope. Never waited tables, never did fast food. Yeah. So wow. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was, um, I guess, uh, sheltered <laughs> or, or. <laughs> Or lucky. I was, uh, yeah, lucky, no, no, lucky. Really lucky but, but yeah, um, you know, nope, never did that. So, yeah. Wow. All right. And Arel, if you could save one thing from your burning house, what would it be? My cats. <laughs> Over, my husband can get out by himself. I grab my cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looking to see, because I'm scrolling down a little bit. All right, Melanie, do you have a favorite book that you've read lately? Besides, obviously, the Jingle Ball set. I just finished You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria, and it's it's a lot of fun. I did the audio book, which is really well done. The narrator is fantastic, especially because you get all the different accents and so really good. And I'm Kurt and I just started Love and Other Words by Christina Loren. And that's also really good. So and we'll go back to Tadra. What oh let's see. Um have you ever done a book trailer? Yes, I have. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> that was very, author down. very catastrophic. <laughs> author down, author down. I'm not sure what happened to Tadra. Are you okay? We'll 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 just keep going. <laughs> she can hopefully come back. Oh my goodness! Is is she there? Did the dog knock her over? Here, let's do that now, and we'll have Dawn check on Tadra, and I'll bring Serena and Claire back up here, and we'll see. What's going on? Okay, um, that was a little scary. It, I know. It was, 
I'm not sure what happened. Don, can you? I know Don's in the waiting room. Don, can you message Tadra? Oh, you know what? Her her uh, camera just went out, so I don't know if it got disconnected. Uh, we'll follow up on that. Yeah. So now, um, Tadra's not on anymore. We'll we'll see if we can figure out what happened there. Um, unprecedented on romance happy hour she you know she could say that she's the one that always has the technical difficulties but i'm not exactly sure what happened there so. we have a battery died like i had my battery die like that and you're just out so maybe that was it i could be um all right we will get an update on tundra and make sure she's okay so yeah that, that was <laughs> um good so let's see, I'm gonna do a couple more questions because we are coming up on time. Um, Jennifer had another one. Have you ever had writer's block? And I forget where we left that. I think we left that, um, I think that one would be for Arel. Have you ever had writer's block? I did, I had it for a little while, um, but it, was, it wasn't really brought on by the story per se, it was just, a lot of outside forces were playing with my head and like everything was going haywire. So I just sort of had to just clear it all out. And then the story came back. Has anybody else had writer's block? <laughs> I see a lot of this. No. <laughs> we all know about writer's block. Yeah, yes, yeah. Maybe we should. I would like to. Well, and I was going to say, I think, I think I have writer's block. I think, um, no, I've just taken my screen exception that it wasn't supposed to go because um, my characters are no longer talking to me. They didn't like it, did. So then I try to back up and figure out, you know, kind of where did I lose it? Um, so that's what I typically do. I, I have told myself writer's block doesn't exist um, just because I. I don't have time for it. <laughs> so yeah, I convince myself it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Although I know a lot of people would argue with me on that. So Nora Roberts insists it's not a thing. So oh, did she? Well, hey, if Nora Roberts said it, then it must be true because I believe that pretty much everything she says about writing. <laughs> I think it's yeah. sometimes just you, like your energy level, or exactly like what you said, Dylan. Like you, you think you're going in this direction, and it all works, and. I find if I overly plan, like if I try to outline in a really anal detailed way, mm -hmm. I, ca I can't write because I feel constricted. And if I, if I leave it a little looser, then it's like, oh, I can go this way. And if that doesn't work, I can delete it. And I mean, I know where I'm going, but I'm not necessarily knowing how I'm getting there. And sometimes th that's just me. If I, if I try to be too, I get too much in the lawyer brain, it messes mm -hmm. up their brain. The 50 voices in the head don't melt. Okay, so I have an update on Tadra. Oh, good. Her cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of her collection was animal related. Oh, but okay, so she's okay, but she's lost the laptop. Give everyone oh. her goodbyes. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, those cats. Has been That's really bad for Tadra this okay, week. Her, her laptop yeah. died, and she was actually using Don's laptop, and so um, she sounds like she's taken out as well. So I think maybe Tadra should um, maybe Tadra should take a break from technology until next week. So <laughs> we should write in a notebook, pen and paper. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Any other questions that we haven't gotten to, Don? Uh, oh, we got so many questions. I see one from Jessa. Jessa wants to know, do you write with music for inspiration? So I'm going to ask that one to Melanie because Melanie is nodding. So. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I have Spotify lists for each each book. Um, when I was writing this book, because of the lead, uh, the hero being an acapella singer, I was listening to a lot of Straight No Chaser um, and other groups like that. So my family was like, why are you listening to all this Christmas music in the middle of July? <laughs> okay. And um, but definitely, definitely a playlist for each book. And I keep them on Spotify. And then it's kind of fun to share those with readers once I'm done writing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For real. 
I mean, we oh, have so many. I do want to. I do want to add though. I was when I was writing my last book and I was having writer's block, which you're not supposed to have, but I did. I started listening to music in French because I couldn't oh, understand yeah. the words, and I just had so it didn't get in my head, and it, but it, it kept my concentration. And that up. helped you. That helped me a lot. Yeah. That's Interesting. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm not say how I get rid of my writer's block. We all know. Well, all the viewers know, our regular <laughs> viewers. That's all thanks to Dylan. Um, so let's let's move on because I think we're already over the hour, but I know they have so many questions. I mean, there's so many. I'm going to ask you guys to go back and maybe like pop an answer or two in the comments because we, I think we had over like 30 questions or something. So. That's a really good group of people. You need to yeah. look at yeah. yeah. That's great. No, that was, um, that was a lot of fun. That time went by way too fast. I think it always goes fast, but I think having so many people on here, it just went even faster. So. It was really but fun and really interesting. It was really, it's always fun. I, I've missed hanging out with you guys on Romance Happy Hour, so I'm going to be back. So we have, um, we don't have a giveaway this week. We normally do have a giveaway. And so this week, instead of um, having all the authors do a giveaway, because there were so many of us, we are giving away, should I show you? I made up these bookmarks, yeah. and I'm going to show you. Anyone who is watching now or watches between now and Sunday night and wants a bookmark, if you um, have bought our Jingle Ball set, I will do a free gift with purchase for anyone who has bought the Jingle Ball set and would like a book, just PM me your address, your shipping address, and also the code word, which is nuts for books. And I will send you, you can see it, it's really hard to see on the screen, but this is a little shaker bookmark and it's got super cute. Tiny confettis that look like <laughs> that is awesome. that look like our um, what our book is about. So we are trying to support the Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation, and I I gotta say we have sold a lot of books so far. We we number one in a couple categories on Amazon, and so I think um, we're we're gonna have a nice size donation to give to them when all That's is said and done. So thank you everybody who's picked it up. And um, again, feel free to PM me, Dylan Crush, if you would like a nuts for book, or yes, nuts for books bookmark. And I will send you one of these fabulous. Can fabulous I PM you? Bookmarks. You may PM me. Um, I will. Yeah, just, just send me your address. And um, and this is open till Sunday night. You have to have bought a copy of the balls anthology and Sunday night and hopefully I don't get like a thousand of these but if I do I will make them I promise I will make I them. was just gonna say um, I'm gonna promote this everywhere I know do it yep just you gotta, see how gotta you have me the to code word and I will send you one of these and um, all right and then you can tell everybody that you like we do right mm -hmm. all right Good. well thanks for joining us tonight I'm glad that Tadra is okay yeah, 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 and it was just her cat. Those cats, they're scampy little creatures. They um, are. I, I have come lost. back after being gone to find a cat has, you know, like, sent an email that consists of, you know, like, a lot of H's and P's and all kinds of things on my keyboard. So, yeah. Oh, my God, that's the awesomest thing I've ever heard. Cats can be quite naughty. I, I get that for sure. So, all right, I, and we have another episode. Yes, oh. can I just add real quick? Um, so we are doing a uh, a pajama party for our holiday thing, and um, we have nominations up. And so, if you, la beautiful ladies, any of you want to come back, we're um, having a party in December. So we have nominations up. We have a nomination form up. Um, Go ahead and go nominate yourselves. Go, all you readers, nominate your favorite romance happy hour featured author. We want to bring them back is, is our point here. So if they haven't been featured, we would love to see them. So have them sign up. But also, like, for the party, we're doing our featured authors. But um, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to have you read each other's books and get all crazy. 
So, and we may or may not have some special prizes that I picked up. May or may not. Bucky's in Texas. So, okay. Yes. Bucky's, remember their um, mascot is a beaver. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just pointing that out. We all love Bucky's, but yeah. Um, so yeah, sign. So uh, the the thing is on the on the the sign up like two page. glasses of wine. Yes, it's on, it's on the page. page. Yep. Go and nominate your favorite author. The more nominations they get, I guess the the more chance they'll have of showing up again here um, in December to party with us. And are we going to do? Am I am I giving that away? If I say the, no. I I don't okay. know what I don't know what you're trying to give away. So I will say no because Dawn okay. Dawn is not a good secret keeper. If anyone has any secrets, do not tell them to Dawn because Dawn is what we don't call loose lipped. Karen, Dawn she's lying. I no this from her. Dawn is loose lipped. All right, lying. we gotta wrap this up. We're gonna wrap this up, Dawn. So we are going to be live again next week, um, yes. October 8th. So tune in again for another live show. And in the meantime, please go pick up your copy of Jingle Balls and yes. all of these other authors' fabulous books. And we actually have a page for the set called Jingle Balls. It's hashtag nuts books. So check it out. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for being with us tonight, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Romance Happy Hour. To find out who's coming on next or catch up on the video episodes, visit our website at romancehappyhour.com. Don't forget, you can always join us live on the second and fourth Thursday of each month on the Romance Happy Hour Facebook page. To connect with Dawn or me, check the show notes for our contact info. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers.